everybody, we are back. Tim 411 is back for a season two. I took some time off, went on vacation for the summer, got back from vacation and kind of stayed on vacation. So I've decided to come back, get back to doing Tim 411's Ask Me Anything. This is an entrepreneurial Q&A show. One of the reasons I wanted to take time and do this a different way, I really wanted to feel that I was getting comfortable on camera because this show, the people who are just listening, you're not actually getting to see me on camera. Well, it's an actual show now. I've got a home studio, turned a small bedroom in my home into a recording studio. So I'm doing this one live right now in my Facebook group called The Forge. You'll be able to go into the show notes, get the link to The Forge, or you can go onto Facebook, do a search for The Forge Group. It's like forward slash The Forge Group. And if you're an entrepreneur, I'll let you in. So make sure, make sure that I can tell that you are an entrepreneur from your profile, that there's gotta be stuff on your Facebook that shows that you're actively engaged in commerce, that you are a business owner. I need to see that. Otherwise, I'll reject your request to join the group. So let's jump right into today's question on Tim411. I'm just so excited to keep saying that. So I got a question in here from AJ Silvers. He's a member of The Forge. Do you recommend hiring early for a role, i.e. before you have full overflowing capacity so the new hire can be brought on board without too much client deadline stress? Or do you recommend leaving recruitment until all current capacity is used and you're overflowing with service contracts that need fulfilling? Okay. I see a lot of self-funded companies do this all the time, is that they make sure that everybody in the company is completely stressed out long before they ever hire someone. And then when they do hire, they go cheap. They hire a VA. They don't hire another person who's capable of doing high-end work. They'll go with the lowest tasks, the things that will have the least impact in the company. They may hire for 10 hours worth of administrative work because they think, well, we'll take those 10 hours and then the person who was doing that 10 hours of administrative work each week will be able to do a higher level task. That is kind of true, except for that person ends up losing maybe a couple of hours a week in management time. So you're really only gaining maybe say eight hours of actual productivity for that person by hiring this admin. But the admin that you've brought in can only have so much impact in your company. I would highly recommend finding somebody you can bring into your company that will give you a much bigger impact. Somebody that will give you an exponential return on what you're paying them. That's the better choice. But now let's go into the capacity. When do you actually hire? Well, sooner rather than later. That's the best. The best choice is if you hire someone, get them properly trained, where they're not thrown into the fire, they get onboarded, they get to know the company, they get to be part of the DNA, the company DNA. Bringing somebody into a very hectic situation, what happens there is that becomes part of the DNA. Oh, I'm, I'm now in a place where we work and we do things in a stressful manner. This is the way it works here. 
there's a room for that, you know, having some hustle, having some ambition. There's there's room to have that in a company. But do you want to train panic or mania into your team? I would say that that's probably a bad company culture. Urgency is laudable inside of a business, but urgency based on being overworked? No. Urgency based on having a vision, having a belief in accomplishing something big in the world, that's powerful. So I would say hire early. But again, self-funded companies don't like to do this. Why? Because they got any money. So we got to make sure we've got money. You need to set aside money. You don't want to hire someone and then have to fire them a couple of months later because you didn't get as big of a return as you thought you were going to get and you only had a couple of months of their salary sitting in the bank. That would be a terrible thing to do. What I usually say is that's a dick move. We don't want to do that to people. They have lives. They have families. They've got bills they got to pay. They don't need to waste their time on you if you don't have your shit together. So make sure you got money in the bank. Have money to be able to cover at least six months of their salary unless you know for a fact that by bringing this person in, they will have a return, a near immediate return. They will start being able to at least cover their salary from the input that they bring into your company before you run out of money that's sitting in the bank to cover their salary. Do that first. So how do we know what's the right capacity for your company? I shoot for 80% utilization, maxing out at about 85% utilization because no one is 100% productive in your company. No one. But if we set up a parameter of around 80% of utilization, meaning they're actually productive 80% of the time that they're in your company, and the other 20% guaranteed they're messing around on Facebook, they're doing other things. We want to be able to make sure that they have enough slack in their day, that they don't feel overstressed, but they still have enough urgency to get their job done. The other is, that having slack available in their work, if they're at 80%, then that gives them 20% in case things go wrong. And that happens in businesses all the time where somebody has to come in and put in more effort. And it happens periodically. So don't overwork your people. But when somebody hits about 85% capacity, then you need to have someone in the company, it may be part-time, but you need to have somebody brought into the company to help offset that and get them back down to 80%. But even better is that we don't just bring somebody in for a couple of hours to get that person back down to 80%. We don't want that. That's a management nightmare. We don't want to do that kind of stuff. We bring that person in because we're going to grow. We're going to use that person, their talent, their brain power, their knowledge and experience and their drive and ambition. We're going to use that and place it into our company so that we can grow even more. That's what we're after. So how do you know where their person's capacity is? You have to measure. It's one of the first things I do with my clients. If they're struggling with profitability, the first thing I have them do is analyze everybody's time in their company. Because people could be 
wasting a lot of time, meaning they're completely underutilized and they're just doing busy work so that they don't get fired. They could be working really busy, just fully loaded and can't take on any more work. And so you have to hire. We have to find that out. But usually that's not the case. Usually it's that they are working on the wrong priorities. Yes, they are working really hard in the company, but they're working on things that don't make a giant difference in the outcome of your business. They don't push the company towards its vision. And in the case of AJ Silver's asking about a professional service business, those people who are doing labor for you may be doing things that are not a huge impact for the client. So if the client wants result A, and your people are busy working on result B because for whatever reason they they're just doing it they put a lot of time in this and and for some reason it I know it sounds illogical but it happens all the time where something that doesn't have a big impact for the client an inordinate amount of time gets put on that activity this thing that's not going to move the dial for the client I've seen this happen a lot. So we find out what activities do we do for the client that gives them the biggest bang for the buck? Well, then that gets most of the time. And then we eliminate things where we can. So that's my answer. That's the answer to capacity, when to hire. So thanks for listening to season two of Tim411. I'm back. We're gonna do more of these episodes. Thanks for joining me here. Now I'm going to go back to the live video, see if there's any questions. Oh, P.S. Tim411 exists to answer your questions. So please go over to timconley.co forward slash AMA. That is T-I-M-C-O-N-L-E-Y dot C-O forward slash AMA and ask your question and get it on the show.